1: Hear this, hear this, right now. Welcome. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut your mouth. Uncompromised
0: sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Zakanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080. The Fan. Hey, what did do? Ahoy! What's up?
2: <laughs> well, it's What's the up? it's the learning show today. What are we learning? Well, we, we never learn. We've got new equipment. We don't like to learn. Well, we have
3: old equipment, but it's new because it's here now. And so there's a lot of uh, hey, does this work? Does that work? How does this sound? So we're we're mm. feeling our way. How does it sound? I I think it actually sounds pretty good. I think this is the best it sound sounded in my ears since we've been over at the new building, but mm. much clearer, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, you know, it's it's a lot of technical jargon, but in theory, yeah, all of the permanent equipment is is now here and they now swapped
0: it's, out servers.
3: And now it's a matter of just getting everything dialed in. We yeah. have a new engine and now we just got to tune it. Yeah, yeah, you're
0: basically listening to us on actual radio equipment instead of just a computer now. Hey, look which at is us. kind of what we had to do before. Oh, look at us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just out there getting her done. Well, they said that uh, today we would sound a lot better, so I hope yeah. we do. Yeah. I don't know. I mean I don't think we should judge by what's in our headsets.
3: Probably not. That would be a
2: listener but I will say, sort of thing. I listen to my favorite midday show driving in mm-hmm. cuz I drive here. Yeah. Is that the Doug Gottlieb show or Ugh. Is he on midday? I don't I have no idea. <laughs> but he makes I don't know, just the mention of his name makes me go Ugh. Yeah, you did kind of that, that elicited
3: the response. He's a douche. That's what I feel like when someone says cauliflower. It just kind of gives me that
2: same As opposed to cauliflower? Yeah, it's the same just gives me that Doug Gottlieb, I don't want that. No, Danny and Dusty. Yes. You may know that show. I'm familiar. It's on before us. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have to crank it up to 50. That's good. So I think that's a win. Yeah, again, we're trending in the right direction. Yeah, that's good. Trending there. So long story short, we got kicked out of our old place because we fight with people. And we had to do a temporary stewed mm-hmm. over here in this new building for about... Uh, I don't know, it's been four months now, maybe? I think we switched over in September. August, October, end of November,
3: se- end of August, November. beginning of September, something so like that? So almost
2: five months. Five months. Uh, we had a t- kind of a temp setup. Yeah. Uh, to Thanks to our hero engineers who had to just kind of do things on the fly. Well, now uh, the new server is in, like the full-on... Real radio server. Yes, so we're is, back to being a real radio station. Yeah,
3: this is the real equipment.
2: So now, as long as hopefully some, it'll sound good. As
3: long as a homeless dude doesn't
2: blow up our uh, antenna down there, we'll be fine. <laughs> well, that's another problem. Should we, can we publicize that? Can we talk about that? I, think, uh, I, think I have that's no idea. A,
3: well, it's look our uh, where our
2: antenna is where we we yeah. transmit from. It's we, on Marine Drive, right?
3: Yeah, you have to have one of those radio towers. It's kind of turned into like a World War Three situation down there, where the Homeless have set up an encampment, and uh, we basically now need armed guards in order to
2: get to our tower. Yeah, but that's too expensive. So um, we just let our. I engineer think our pack engineer <laughs> packs heat. This, this is true, <laughs> but he has to go with there. the guard, right? He has to go uh, with the companion. Know. I think. Yes, I, don't know. I, I think. I've that, never seen it. I've I've only heard tales.
3: Well, the boss does have uh, a lot. If you go into her office, she has bullet casings. Those are all bullet casings <laughs> that we've picked up from the. The transmitter side. Some of
0: which have been shot at our tower.
3: Yes. And then we had someone else that was threatening us with a crossbow because apparently we're in medieval times now. Look, a lot's going on down there. But you know, if you've been down on Marine Drive, uh, it's it's not exactly the... Where
2: where on Marine Drive? I don't even know where that is. Should I know that? Well, I don't even know where it is. If
3: you take Marine Drive like you're heading to the airport down there, you'll see all the big towers. We're not the only Are one down there. Are they east of the airport? Or west uh, of the airport? No, west of the airport. Oh. Yeah. Really? So between, like, I-5 and the airport, you'll see the, the, the transmitters.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Never seen them. Never
3: looked. I have the light off the uh, the top of the old ones. I know you do. That's, uh, if it, it sits in my uh
2: So why can't they just go out down there and clear all those bums out? <laughs> Doesn't work. I mean, work. look, is that insensitive? I Probably think that's is, insensitive. look, they're causing us problems.
3: Yes. So I don't Uh, like that. Well, they're armed. Do you want to go down there and deal with a crossbow? Well, it's not my
2: issue. (laughs) I mean, I can
3: only do so much heavy lifting here at Odyssey. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe you go down there you know, you could rough talk them. You'd tell them to get. Problem is that we've we've cleared them out like two or three times and then they come back. How do we
2: clear them out? I think that we've... hmm. Why don't we put big boulders down? Like, didn't they do that once? Yeah, they, on the, along the freeway there. Yeah, they work. They keep trying that. That doesn't work. <laughs> what do they set up shop on top of the boulders? Well, and I don't think we. Well, you just kind
3: of move adjacent, and I don't think we have boulder technology. I think that's a city thing. Hmm, what if we plant mines? <laughs> Again, probably that illegal? That's illegal. Yes, I think that's a Geneva not convention. Even more illegal
2: than what they're doing.
3: Yeah, you know, I think it is. I don't think we're I think what they're doing does not violate uh like active war yeah. laws
2: oh okay maybe not war laws you, but you
3: can't have landmines. Can't, you can't just you can't just you can't just well actually you kind of can now. in Portland you can well I don't know if you've seen over here so we're now underneath the 405 bridge yeah and uh they they've cleaned the the, the encampment under the 405 ah, bridge
2: look at that Mcmillan just got fired yeah Nate McMullen is no more why uh, my guess 29 is, and
0: 30 at the break there you go that's what the Blazers record is yeah.
3: Isn't yeah,
2: it? yeah, but we have a new coach.
0: That's uh, we. Yeah, we. Well, it wasn't. Didn't he become their coach on an interim basis and then get them pretty good for like a hot minute? You, he hasn't been there very long, right?
3: You are correct. Well, he was an assistant there,
0: right? I mean, he hasn't been there very long in the head coaching capacity. I want to I, say it's like a year and a half. Or I two. don't
3: believe so, no. But the uh, right. the encampment here. Have you seen that thing, boy? They no. have fortified that on your way out oh, here. here, here
2: down here by us,
3: down here by us. They cleaned that out like a month ago. Yeah, it's not. Clean. And I'm telling you, they have come back with force. I don't know where they get some of this stuff, but <sighs> that thing is like, you know, when you watch like The Walking Dead and you see someone that builds their encampment to keep out the zombies? This confession. Thing, yeah. Never seen The Walking Dead. Have you seen a zombie show movie?
2: I'm of watching The Last of Us. There you go.
3: The Last of Us. Same sort of thing. You build the encampments, right? And you build the walls, and it's like this hodgepodge, like uh, like, papier-mâché sort of thing with whatever you can find. This encampment that they've got going on right now, quite frankly, I'm kind of impressed. There's, like, four RVs that they've drugged down there, and they flatten the tires so you can't move them. <laughs> there is, like, these giant roadblock, uh, you know, that, that you, you, you block off roads with. They've got, like, ten of those things set up as a perimeter, and then there's a bunch of, like, big metal pipes and wooden planks that they've assembled. They've actually got a pretty good, like, it's a kind of a gated community and uh is that a I, crime to steal those I would assume it is but um
2: again not here though
3: I yeah I don't I don't I don't know how any of that works but no I, I don't believe anything they have is probably uh, obtained properly but if you look usually on my way in or on my way out you can see people uh bringing the stuff down and um, they're very uh they're very studious I don't know where it comes from hmm. But the, the RV thing was quite impressive because one broken down RV was dragging another broken down RV and people were like pushing it. I don't know where those came from, but it's it's a hell of an effort to get them down there. And now I don't know how you get rid of them.
2: Well, I have inside information uh, from my sources, mm-hmm. namely uh, Crazy Eyes McGinley, our head engineer. Yeah. He says that we are actually east of PDX. So you were wrong. Oh. Misinformation from you. Oh, look at me. It is east of the airport. And he said they finally got all the homeless off the property and they did use boulders.
3: Oh, okay. See? So we're we're good. Boulders
2: now? do work. You yeah, can't I mean, you that. can't really Yeah, you can't.
3: But you can't we, really pitch did a we tent.
2: did we put up the boulders? I don't know. That's just what he said on oh. on text here. Sorry.
3: I, I got my never eat soggy waffles incorrect. I was doing the You know what you do that like the, you're like, "Wait, which way are we? Never eat." So but I was pointed the wrong direction. So I apologize for my
0: incorrect well, information. On that Nate McMillan thing, you know who the Hawks GM is now? Kevin Pritchard. It's Landry Fields. You know how old he is? Landry Fields? He was in college when I was in college. He's younger than I am. He's mm. 34, and who, he just fired Nate McMillan. How do I know that name? He played for Stanford and the New York Knicks. He was a Pac-12 oh, yeah. guard. Uh, He's yeah. the GM of the Hawks? He's the GM of the Hawks now. Yeah, it makes you feel old and that you've done nothing with your life. It's like when Dan Lanning. Yeah, exactly. Is the head coach, you're like, what? But, but Landry's doing it one more. He's out there firing the Dan Lanning, or the Nate McMillan, as it were.
2: Yeah. Well, he's a go-getter, that one. Yeah, he uh, he became the head coach just in, uh, look, what,
3: 2021. 20, McMillan? He was a, yeah, he was an assistant there from 2020, 2021, yeah. and then he got the interim, interim. and then they, they gave it to him. And they so they went to the playoffs. They, yeah. they went to the East Finals, didn't they? I don't know if they went to the finals, but they had a playoff run. That was when Trey Young kind of blew up. Yeah, and, they were in the East Finals. And then now we're... Was that the bubble East Finals?
2: Is that what that was? I don't know. I don't know either. But they were in the East Finals. I remember that. Yeah. Thanks to Nate's tutelage.
3: Yeah, they that's they beat uh, the number one seed, the Philadelphia 76ers.
2: who they lose to in the East Finals? Probably uh, uh,
3: Boston? I, that would have been Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee they lost, lost to the Bucks. that's correct. I think that was the year that Giannis got Oh, that's I, right. I think Milwaukee
2: won the whole thing. But now we're finding out Trey Young is kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. So look, let's fire the coach.
3: Well, it's one of those where it happens a lot where we anoint a lot of stars in the league. Yeah. And, you know, you do this, whether it's Trey Young or Anthony Davis, and, you know, you get these guys like, oh, you're the next one, and, you know, it's – it. you don't always –
2: It's not linear. You don't just keep going up, up, and up. Yes. And Blazers it, know that well.
3: Well, and, like, you, you – <laughs> It's not just the team, I'd even say the the player. Like we like with right now Ja, right, is one of the faces of the of the league and Morant certainly is fantastic. But there's no saying that in 3 years we're going to look at Ja Morant as the best player in the NBA because like you said, everyone thinks that there's this natural linear progression and some guys level off, some guys take a step back, some yeah. guys it's a well, flash in
2: the pan. Nate, I liked it I liked him when he was here. Yeah. And uh, did Nate, a pretty good job in Atlanta. Nate McMullen, uh, Rest in peace. Classic guy. Yeah, fairly. He but, was a little fiery. You I, liked, know. I liked Nate. You catch Nate after a game, boy. I don't know if class is the right word I would use, some of the language. He's very colorful after the, after the game, yeah. but he's a competitive guy.
3: It always threw me off when I saw him on the sidelines in Atlanta because he was such a sharp-dressed guy here. Like he always had the dialed in
2: suits. Yeah, they don't wear suits anymore.
3: Yeah, because the the pan the the pandy and now everyone wears like uh, warm ups and it's uh it's, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I am too. It's just it's 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 not, I've gotten used to it, but for a guy like Nate uh, McMillan who we're used to seeing like he was dr- like Steve Harvey like dialed in. It threw me off when I would see him like in a in a Hawks
2: pullover. Yeah. We so, need to get that for baseball now. You yeah, know the manager thing. Managers
0: don't need to wear uniforms.
3: Well, they really don't. Most of them now wear sweater, or sweatshirts. But even that, but but especially they especially
0: don't need baseball pants. They're not yeah, sliding, you right. know? Let them wear khakis like the trainers. Exactly. Why not? Yeah.
2: But they do have pants on, baseball pants. They do have baseball yeah. pants. But, but you're right. Some of them are ditching the Almost all of jerseys. them now
3: wear some form of pullover. Or
2: like a hoodie. Yeah,
3: where's the days? What we needed was Tom Tommy Lasorda in a baseball uniform <laughs> is the most ridiculous thing of all yeah, time.
2: waddling out there. Yes. Yelling at the umpire. You're like, come on, Tom. Throw a jacket on that. All right, well, we didn't have uh, a Monday show. We had no show Monday, you guys. Yeah. Did you guys know that? I did. We were not here yesterday. Yeah, someone's
3: saying since when is President's Day off? It is a holiday, so. we."
2: I think we always get it off, don't we? You are correct. Yeah, so since forever,
0: so shut it. Yeah, Can we sir. please celebrate it the Monday after the Super Bowl? Please.
2: Totally. I know, it just makes
0: sense. We're right. only a week away at this point with the with the way the NFL season's been pushed back with the 17th week. Yeah, yeah exactly. We've seen
2: an 18th week. and uh, Hey, that's a good a compromise right there. Just played the Super Bowl the Sunday before President's
0: And again, it's not like the President's Day falls on any one president's birthday. It's always a Monday, so it doesn't really matter. It's not like you're saying, oh, how dare you well, tarnish Lincoln's birthday or whatever.
2: Well, yeah, I think it's Lincoln and Washington, right, They were supposed to both, be celebrating. But
0: we can do that whenever we want, right? Yeah, and you just celebrate whatever
3: your favorite president is. Yeah. Like, I celebrate, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going Judicata. with... Well, there you go. The he's gri- about to croak. Yeah, he's on hospice care. And some of the photos of him, ooh... Well, he's old. Yeah, well, he's like 90 like super something. old. Yeah, he's like 97. Yeah, 95, I think. I'm going with... Um, I'm going go with 96. I'm going Martin Van Buren. I, want, I, want, I like the, the back in the old days when the president could just ah. look like a hardened old Our bastard. only gay president.
2: <laughs> 98,
0: <laughs> Jimmy Carter. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's
2: 98.
3: Yeah. And the only president that I've ever met.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let me shake his I hand. I hope he and, hangs on till he's 100. Uh, I don't think that's <laughs> I think when you go to hospice care... Two have, years go, on hospice? Has that ever been done? <laughs> I don't think when you're 98... Yeah. Yeah,
3: but he was out there even at like 97 and he was doing the Habitat for Humanity stuff. And Zoom called. call
2: Yeah. Uh, later, we have a story about Jimmy Carter's ties to Portland, Oregon. Of course. We have to. We have to do this. Got to bring it back to us. Well, um, no show yesterday, so we've got a lot to get to uh, from the weekend. And that includes all-star festivities? Yes. I saw some of it. Did you really? I did. Kind of shocked me. I a little bit. I think you would avoid that thing like the plague. <clears throat> well, I got to be honest. Well, I'll, I'll tell you my whole thing next. But uh, that is the uh, subject of the poll question. and That's where we'll begin when we return on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn,
1: you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. There's joy in every journey.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Somebody brings up hockey coaches. They just wear suits. Yeah, the hockey coaches right? still wear suits, yeah. Why don't they just put them in pads and want them in some give them a stick? You want them in some breezers? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the hockey pants, by the way. Oh. When you, uh, I didn't really know what you meant. I just agreed. <laughs> yeah, breezers are the they're, they're padded girdles. That'd be funny. Girdles.
3: When... Uh, Dropping when, the gloves. When the coach, when, the, when you win a Stanley Cup, then the coach will go put on his skates so that he can go out there with his guys and he'll skate the cup. Oh.
2: Yeah. Most I wondered people. about
3: that. Not all, but like, you know, the Red Wings, you know, Scotty Bowman was their coach for all those years and it was always neat to see him uh, slap. He would take off the jacket, and he would slap on the skates and then go out. And, and he can skate. Yes. Most coaches in hockey are
0: ex-players. And most of them do skate at practice. Yes. I mean, they're not on the bench. Right. They're usually yes. skating around with yeah. the players. Well,
2: yeah, you got to yell at the Yes. you got to yell at everybody so, skate and, and
0: skate. blow
3: your whistle. I don't know if it's universal, but I would assume it's almost universal that, yes, you are. I wonder if anybody in the
2: NHL can't skate. Anyone? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, like a, a trainer? trainer yeah, I'm sure there's... Maybe somebody who's like... I'm sure there's some... A strength and conditioning coach, a yeah. big meathead, maybe.
3: Right. I would bet you all the strength and conditioning coaches, though, have to be skating because you're, you're doing so much performance-based stuff on the you know the, yeah. the motion of skating, so... I think it's probably a that, Yeah, you got to be somewhat familiar with the ice. All
2: right. Well, I gotta be honest. I I watched Lillard win the three point contest. Mm-hmm. Okay, which was great. Yes. Go Weber State uh, <laughs> Broncos. I think they're the Wildcats. Wildcats.
3: It was pretty cool, though. I mean, to, if you don't, if you didn't see, you know, he wore the he wore his Weber State jersey. Yeah. You know, with the
2: and he won it on the last second ball.
3: Yeah. Yeah, needed it to uh to Damian Lillard yeah. of your Blazers. He talked like he was. He said that he had done it a couple times and he hadn't taken it that seriously. And he was like, well, you know, if I'm a shooter. I'm going to do this. He kind of got yeah. pissed off and was Let's like, "Go!" Hey. And I guess he told everyone. He pulled the Larry Bird. He told everyone in the locker room, I'm, I'm winning this. Ooh. Yeah, the infamous story is that Larry Bird, one of the years he, wanted, he never took off his warm-up jacket, walked into the locker room and said, which one of you boys is shooting for second?
0: I believe he said, which one of you MFers is shooting yeah. for second place tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Lillard didn't go quite that far. But he did let people know that he was taking this seriously, and he was he was there to win it, which is
2: which is cool. Well, that was neat. Yeah, and you had a uh, some G League white guy like steal the show in the <laughs> slam dunk competition, Mack McClung. Yeah, who I think has played in like two games, um, but the guy well, can dunk. Hey, I, I don't know.
3: Look, I didn't watch the dunk contest, but I saw the highlights of it, and you know the dunk contest is the definition of man because no one that you've ever heard of is doing it some white guy from the g league well and you were that's like i was bummed out when like when when sharp decided not to do it because he's a guy that you've actually heard of and he has amazing hops well we've heard of we've heard of but yeah that's that's true about the rest it's 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 probably who's this guy but he was a he was a top pick right and he was he was a big what to do coming out of high school he got a lot more cachet than freaking you know uh, well, you can't have Jericho Sims, little Mac from Mike Tyson's yeah. punch-out out there, but when he's dropping 540s, that look, ah, it's pretty you cool. you
0: know what? I'd love to see him against three better NBA players. I mean, how is it LeBron has done this for 20 years and yeah. never participated in a dunk contest? Aren't
2: guys scared of it, though? They are. I
0: think they're yeah. scared of the image, they're but scared. that's why there, sh- there should be a massive bounty on it. Yeah. Put $5 million bucks out there. Who says no? You're going to yeah, get, you're right. gonna get your, not get your best players out there? Why isn't Ja doing it? You yeah. know, and well, people the, like
3: that. Yeah, the heyday of it, like when when the dunk contest meant something, I mean— you had Michael, and you had Neek, and you had Larry Nance, and there were real players. Now you got G League white guys. Yeah, G League white guys. But, Vince
2: Carter, Jason
3: Richardson,
0: those yeah, guys were all-stars.
3: Yeah, Sean Kemp did it. Uh, Dwight Howard did it. I mean, within within the last 10, 15 years... Blake had, Griffin? Yeah, you had meaningful guys and now we're down to this crap, but... <laughs>
2: look, He was good.
3: He was good, it's just, you know... it. it loses. I, I loved
2: some of the headlines, like, you know, some of the, I don't know, ESPN stuff was like, oh... Dunk contest is saved. No, it's not. How can that guy save the dunk contest? He can't. Exactly. He did as good as he could. But Yes. He was impressive. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Some, again, I'm just going to call him a white dude from the G League. That's all you need to know. He can't save the dunk contest.
3: No, you could save the dunk contest if you actually got.
2: Yeah, the stars.
3: If you went and got. That'd be
2: better than the game.
3: And, and what you're seeing now that's become the, the real one that everyone wants to watch is the three-point contest. And why? Because you have the game's best players that participate in it. And I don't understand why. Maybe it's because you don't want to be embarrassed. Well, that's but, what we
2: were
0: just saying.
3: Yeah, but, like, why would you do not you be embarrassed? Like you can go out there and still brick threes.
0: I... Maybe those guys don't think they can uh, dunk that well. You think you're going to catch too many strays on Twitter if you lose the contest? Is mm-hmm. that like what? What is really yeah. the downside? I guess. Well, I think that's just it. I do think that those guys care about that.
3: Yeah, probably. You know the image, and you
0: know. And if you screw it up, but like, they're going you look out really doing bad. cool stuff like that every night for their jobs. It just feels like it should be. I don't know. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Maybe it's harder know. Know. than we think. It may be. Well, anyway,
2: um, then. I tuned into the game and I really liked the draft portion. Mm -hmm. That got me. I thought that was cool. I did not see the draft portion. It was cool. I mean, it's just different. It's like. Yeah, but they were. And then you size up the teams. Like you're looking at the teams going, oh my God, LeBron's team should absolutely smoke them, which they did not. I
3: thought it was cool that that Tatum and Brown, like against each other, like I like that. I think that's kind of a cool thing that it's it's not East versus West, but the NBA is so soft by picking like reserves first. They're so desperate to not have anyone picked last.
2: Well, did you see the Jokic thing? No, you see what happened there. So no. you didn't see it. No, so, I didn't watch the. I didn't. So watch the draft. starters. Th- so they drafted the reserves first, and Lillard was the first pick. Yeah, they, by Giannis. They
3: didn't want anyone to have the stigma of being drafted
2: last. But they were. There was a last. There I was know. a last in both.
3: Yeah, but there's. I guess there's the I idea. of— well, I guess the idea is you don't want every all the starters. Draft, I think the idea was that if you're a starter, it's not as shameful to be drafted as the last starter, as opposed to Lori Markin, <laughs> as opposed to getting to the very end and be like, "Fine, of all the people here, you're last, but you still have it because there's still a last reserve." Well,
2: it's, you're right. They're soft. Suck it up. Yes. Okay, you might. You're still an all-star. Exactly. Okay, you're among the elite. Again, look at the minutes played. Not everyone's created equal. All right. <laughs> exactly. So LeBron had the second-to-last pick of the starters. Yeah. And there were two guys on stage because Giannis just took the guy he wanted, and I can't remember who it was. And there were two guys left on stage of the starters, and Jokic just gets up and walks over to LeBron's team. <laughs> it's like, I'm just over here? Well, he, the other guy that was still on stage was Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. And so you're looking at this going, oh my God, Jokic just made LeBron pick him. He just walked over to his team. So LeBron's like, "All right, I guess I'll take Jokic. And then Markkinen gets up and sheepishly walks over to Giannis' side.
3: Well, to be fair, is that really... No offense to the last pick, but you have a a two-time MVP who, by the way, if you look at the betting odds, he is the odds-on favorite by far right now to win three straight MVPs. And you're telling me that Markkinen's
2: going to go ahead of him? I don't think so. Yeah, so then... At the after the game, so a lot of people thought that was a shot at Markin, because yeah. Jokic walked right in front of Markin and like, dude, I'm not getting picked last. F you, he's going to pick me. I'm clearly better than you, so I'll just walk over there. Right? He's right, and yeah, that's like Suk said, it. of <laughs> course. But at after the game, Mike Mullen, uh, Mike Malone, correct? Yeah, he said that Jokic didn't know Markin was still on stage bs which i call bs on that horse sneers. he said oh oh yeah he didn't even see him up there
3: oh get out of here
2: he was sitting in the corner but uh because he knew, i think they're just trying to cover for Jokic.
3: well i think he knew too properly sit your ass down you're the last pick be happy that you're there it's a hell of a story you play in salt lake i get it you're there you can get your ovation sit your ass down it's a two-time mvp move it let well, anyway. does say something, though, that the two-time, soon-to-be three-time MVP was the second-to-last pick.
2: Well, yeah, the white guys always... I mean, they don't... <laughs>
0: also, the, the all white guys get shoved down the list. But the, and the all-star game is so not for Jokic's game, which is no. all below True. the rim. And he doesn't already, shoot that much, and he's not dunking well, that much. And
2: they already had him beat, but uh, freaking LeBron drafted a roster. Like, yeah. when you watch that thing, you're like, oh my god, this, LeB- Giannis is an idiot, and LeBron, <laughs> LeBron's team is going to kill them. Well, LeBron's team didn't care and lost by 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and which is, by the way, I saw. I uh, this is by all of that to tell you, no one cared. No, all of that.
0: It wasn't a basketball game. All
2: of that to tell you, I tuned in for maybe fifteen seconds, and I could not watch it. I cannot watch that. That is the Mike Malone is not wrong when he says that is the worst game ever played. Yes, and let's play the audio, but. He. this is what the coach of the West team said <laughs> after the game, he's like, dude, and this is the coach, coach. This, and LeBron seems to care right, LeBron was 5-0 and in all-star games and you thought, you know, he took the draft a little more seriously, he's like, okay, LeBron's gonna he wants this, and yeah. by the fourth quarter they'll actually play hard, no, it was a mess, here's what Malone said
3: you No, know, it's an honor to be here, it's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played How do you fix it? I don't know if you can fix it. I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving. Those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in. But um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans. But that—that that is a tough game to sit through. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he, that's the coach. That's the coach.
2: So that I... leads us to our poll question. Okay. Which today on Twitter at 1080 the fan is. Should the NBA follow the NFL and do away with its all-star game? Yes, just delete it. One-on-one or three-on-three event. Skills competition or no, it's fine. Those are your options. Uh, Vote on Twitter at 1080TheFan, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. I say
3: it's fine because it already is like the NFL. The NFL plays a flag football game. This is the equivalent of a flag football basketball game, right? That's, That's all it is. It's not a game. No one gets hurt, and uh, so this is essentially what the Pro Bowl is. So
0: I, well, they, I they got rid of the Pro Bowl game. I thought.
3: Well, there's the, they have they have a flag football game.
0: They now. still have a game. It's just no pads, no flags.
3: So there is no hitting. There's I no contact. It was just a
0: Skills competition. Negative. They added all those skills, but they still had the regular Sunday game, just with no pads, no helmets, yeah. only yeah, flags. You play like
2: a little rotating. What if they
0: went to like three on three, or one on one?
3: But then Something no cool. Well, no one would. I mean, you could, but then it's the whole point of being an all-star. Again, I I don't I What think, do you mean? Then you you draft all are you only going to have 6 all-stars or like what do I you you have a tournament or something. Okay. I mean, I suppose, but Better than that crap. It's it's going to be the same thing. No one's going to play hard. So uh, I mean, I I don't understand the the problem with it. This is every all-star game no one really tries. And at least in the NBA, if you want to see dunks and you want to see someone score 50, what did Tatum have, 55, uh, you know, you, you get it. I mean, it's it's not good basketball, but it's an exhibition, and it's essentially a flag football game. So I think this is just the way all-star games are. They do this in hockey. They do it like, well,
2: you know, there's there's no hitting. There's no nothing. I would be for deleting it. It's awful. Uh, so vote at 1080 the fan on Twitter. Uh, the NFL's reaction to DK Metcalf's NBA celebrity... MVP?
3: Uh, There is one person, though, that took All-Star weekend seriously, and that was DK Metcalf, and I'd like to point out, we predicted that. There's always one guy that takes it way too seriously, and DK
2: Metcalf was that guy. Well, did you see how the NFL responded to that? Oh, (laughs) I saw. We'll get to that uh, next. Here's Buck. Yeah, the new and improved fan. We sound pretty good, according to our listeners who are texting into the new fan text line. Look at us. Did you know there was a new fan text line? I did. We have a vanity number now. You were gone. Did you know that? Vanity number?
3: Yeah, 503 FAN.
2: Yeah. Or as Buck likes to say, 503 FAN.
3: That's really the better way to, to do it. Retrain the old brain.
2: However and you like. F- FAN, F A N, as mm-hmm. you may know. Or maybe you don't, is 326. Yeah, you got to look at those little numbers on each number. Yeah, which the, still the exists. letters on the number, sorry. Numbers on each number. Yeah, would be a little You're weird. You're on it today, baby. Yeah, dialed in. Well, they, they do still have those on your... Uh, even on the iPhone, you know, you pull up the dial pad there. Yeah. And the letters are still on there. Yes. So, uh, except on yours, that'll help.
3: Does you. ABC start at one or does it start at
2: two? Let's take a look. Because mine starts at two. ABC starts at two, yeah. Because yeah. one... Does that have something to do with like nine one one? Like they don't want?
0: I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's a good question because then they jam four at the end of there, right? On on nine, they do like yeah. wxyz. Yeah. yeah, wxyz is all on nine.
2: Yeah, I don't know what one is. Couldn't tell you. Huh. And then zero is nothing.
3: When when I hit one, uh, what pulls up on yours? <laughs> what do you mean? Like like when I'm assuming. Don't you have like if I hit number two, uh-huh. mine pops up all of like certain letters, like anyone that I have like at the top of
2: mine, like A, C,
3: anyone that's that's in there, like on your oh. your alphabet
2: list. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like on my contacts. Sure. Well, mine doesn't really work that way. Oh, because when okay. I hit one, it just says one. Oh, <laughs> because
3: the the only person I have with a because there's not a, a letter attached to it. If I hit one, Colin from one 800 voice pops up on my
2: phone. Ah, yes. There you go. Another is, vanity number. Mine just says 1080 text, 1080 text line
0: because yeah. if I wanted to text in, there we go.
2: So what is the most... Okay, here's a question before we get back to hot sports talk. What is the most famous or recognizable vanity number? Oh, well, mine... Because uh, like for me... See, I, I'm gonna, I have one, mm-hmm. but you guys probably won't care about this, but I think everybody that really loves golf knows that four six five three is golf because most golf clubs including langdon farms their phone number is the last four is four six five I never knew that yeah golf yeah,
3: makes sense golf yeah i hate to do this but um Uh-oh. if i ever got in trouble like i don't know many numbers i don't i don't I, think many people do i don't know my kids numbers i don't know my lady's number <laughs> i know two numbers that if i got into a pickle one would be my local Chinese restaurant, and that guy knows me. <laughs> How do you know that number? Uh, it's eight nine two eight nine eight nine. It's the easiest yeah, number. Why? Do you- well, it's just it. There's a, for years and years. There's a little Chinese like hole in the wall right by my house, and I'll, like I'll do late night pickup there. And I think they have like underground panda fights. It's super shady, but I love them. They're super nice guys. They know me, and I I know that number. It's eight nine two eight nine eight nine. It's the easiest number, and I feel like if I got in trouble. I could call that and they would help me out, or the other one I know, and this is the vanity number. If I ever found myself in the Houska, one hundred flowers, and I need a structured settlement and I need cash <laughs>
2: now, call J. G. Wentworth eight seven seven Cash Now. That's they're the only two numbers I know. Have you ever called eight seven seven Cash Now? No,
3: I've never had a structured settlement. I but also don't
0: think they could help you in a pinch.
3: Probably not. But that's the one that I would call, and I'd be like, "Hey, man, I know this is weird." But <laughs> I need you to get a hold of
0: someone. <laughs> when I was in college, the taxi company in Eugene, and maybe it's still the same. It was just the easiest for a drunk guy to remember. It was five four one three 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 three. Yeah. So if you can just um, remember the number three, you could call a taxi. Well, that's pretty smart.
2: Can you do that as a business? You can pick your obviously you can because I would golf courses yeah, have yeah. four six five three. Sure. Well, well I, mean, I would it, do something like that. It, well, if the number is available, but 5555 I mean, five, 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 like the movies. You can't have five five five. That's why, why it's not? in the movies. Oh. It's not a real... Uh, somebody said one is voicemail, and that is true. Hmm. Like, if you hold down one, your voicemail, it goes to your voicemail. Oh, well, that, that makes sense. It does make sense, yeah. Jason.
3: But, like, when I found myself, when my, my phone died and I <laughs> popped the tire, I had told that story. I had to walk, like, two and a half hours home. I thought about flagging someone down to try to call someone, but I didn't... I don't have anyone to call. Who like, am I gonna call? Even if someone pulled over and was like, "Hey, you know, can you use my phone?" I wouldn't know who the hell to call. How to call. What like, if oh. you
0: text the fan and we're on air?
3: <laughs> I would have probably called the <laughs> Chinese food place and been like,
2: "Hey, I need you to look up Mama's number for me, Ma. I need some help." Now before now, did you know your wife's number? No, really? Uh huh. Wow. No idea. That's that's wild. To me. I don't know my brother's number. I don't.
3: I got nothing. Again, what about... Um, I know J.G. Wentworth.
0: Actually, your brother's number is one of maybe five I have off the top of my head because I have to dial it every day now. Yeah. What about 888 called dan What's
3: 888 called
0: dan I don't know. It just works. So guys who are named Dan... Should have that number. I have an amazing story about this. My friend from college, his his first name is Dan and his last name starts with an O, and he got the number two two one Dano. So he's giving out his number to no people, way. girls in college five zero three two two one Dano. <laughs> and That's then cheesy. he switched carriers, but effective. Yeah, well, it's memorable. Uh, he switched carriers and they would not let him keep the number, and he had a fit about it. He's uh, like, I have to give up two two one Dano. It's my number. It was meant for me. He had you remember that? You remember those days when you had to get a new number every time you switched?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: That was stupid.
3: Well, and someone deals in saying, "Hey, what's my fourth grade home phone number? 360-254-6389.
0: I still remember my aunt and uncle's home phone number from three houses ago, but I couldn't tell you my mom and dad's right now. Yeah.
3: If I needed really? to call,
0: yeah, I, mean, I have my see, mom I can call home. I have my mom's cell phone because it's one digit off of mine, but I I couldn't tell you my dad's cell phone number.
3: Yeah, this guy says, "I know the local Papa Murphys, but not my wife, my kids, my parents, <laughs> my siblings." Yeah. But I if I if I. Somehow find myself uh, in a time machine, and I'm transported back to, like, 1984. I got you, man. I can call home. Be like, little bull, I'm coming over.
2: Well, 800 flowers. 1-800-Flowers. That's a famous one. that's a famous one. And 1-800-GO-FEDEX, I guess, is a big one, too. All right. Well, anyway, our new text line. All that to tell you, our new text line is 503-8646-FAN. There you go.
3: And I still do there this. you go. Do you ever associate like if I'm trying to remember numbers, I associate them with player <clears throat> numbers.
2: I do not because I don't know player numbers. Oh, that's I don't m- really pay attention.
3: Like my mom lives in a little old person kind of apartment complex, and there's the number at the gate. And instead of like I, I won't remember the number, but I'll remember two players. You're like, oh, Griffey Nomo. It's twenty four sixteen. Yeah, that's how I remember. I know it's it's easier for me than trying to
2: remember four numbers. This guy says, helpful hint, if you're ever out of state and shopping at a grocery store with a loyalty program discount, use Jenny's number, 867-5309. Oh. And someone has plugged that in. Here it would be 503 and it usually works. Because yeah. somebody
0: wants it, and so they have it? What? Well, some
3: when you sign up for a rewards program, you can put whatever number you want, and there's probably some jackass somewhere that thinks it's hilarious to put in <laughs> Jenny's number. So he gets all the rewards?
2: Yeah. Dude, that's brilliant! Yeah.
0: Now I didn't know you could do this, but someone else is in on the text line that says, "Before my dad passed, he dropped one thousand bucks on getting his number as 666-6969. Kick ass! You can pay a thousand geets. I didn't know you could do that. I
2: don't know if you can. Can you? Oh. <laughs> well, I wouldn't change mine now. That's well, I... just a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's a huge but... pain
3: in the ass. But I, I do that like the whole six six six. Sometimes, like I mean, you know, like my bike lock is six six six, seven, I always say around the corner from evil. <laughs> like, if it's a four number, I'll do that sometimes. So I'll do three sixes and then a seven or a five, and I'm like, yeah, it's evil, like Satan, but it's just around the corner. So it's not truly evil. It's just adjacent to, like, kitty corner.
2: You might have to change that now. Well, again, you I just don't... Gave, you just reported it to
3: the whole my, metro area. My bike lock. So if you see me out there, you're like, ah, oh, I can totally steal his bike, or you could just probably take a pair of bolt cutters, and there you go.
2: All right. Well, don't do that. That's... As opposed to stealing. just stealing my bike,
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't really lock up my bike because I don't leave it. I I don't trust it. Like if I
2: if I go you in don't trust a lock? No,
3: I don't. Really, I don't even really take it anymore. Like if I have to go in someplace, I take the bike with me. And if you won't let me take the bike with me, I won't go in. Oh, I
2: see. I don't. You don't leave it unattended? No, I don't. Because I, I was going to say that's dumb. Yes, somebody will just walk by and hop e- on it.
3: Exactly. But that's my thing. Is like my bike lock. Y- you could cut through that thing. Bike locks are worth nothing. The only thing that a bike lock stops is the jackass that's going to walk by and just randomly grab it. If you want to steal the bike, it's easy
2: to do, so I just take it in with me. All right, the NFL's reaction to DK Metcalf at NBA All-Star Weekend, next on The Fan.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: All right. DK Metcalf of your Seahawks won the celebrity all-star game. MVP, yeah, I actually
3: think that's a (laughs) shameful thing because it just means that uh, you took it way too seriously and like he was blocking like blocking some little Hispanic dude like on Jimmy Kimmel's show and then like going down and dunking, yeah, like DK Guillermo,
2: wait. Yeah, from Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy
0: Kimmel's sidekick that does a whole lot of media events like this game. He yeah. does a lot of uh, Super yeah. Bowl media. No, day. I, I Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah. He played in the
2: All-Star game? Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. He shot a wedgie up there, you know, when the ball gets stuck between the backboard yeah. and the rim.
3: And I want DK Metcalf to realize <laughs> that you are one of the greatest athletes in the world, and you decided to go up and show out on <clears throat> Guillermo. Like, come hey, on. Hey, man. Hey, dial it, dial it back there, Chief.
2: Double-double? <laughs> I guess. He wanted to prove that he could throw down, and, and he did. Well, the NFL. So he's he's twenty five years old, DK, yeah. and he's uh, well, he's ripped. Yes, looks great. Always has. Uh, the NFL sent him a text the day after the game, saying he'd be he had been selected for a performance enhancing <laughs> drug collection.
0: <laughs> I didn't see this.
2: Yeah. Now to be fair, and they said, and he's he said they asked him to contact them as soon as possible so that they can arrange a time and a place to meet. Apparently this is not uncommon.
3: No this is this I, I know it, it it seems ridiculous and like but this is the NFL testing <clears throat> program is uh, a number of guys and I don't remember how many I want to say it's like a handful of guys per team per week are randomly selected and you are required when you are in their anti- uh, drug program you are required to provide a working number wherever you're at. Like and so even Aaron Rodgers, who's like in his darkness retreat, right?
2: Oh, is that is that where he is right now?
3: Uh, he should be out of it out now. of it now. But he should be he out was. of it now. But <laughs> when when you're heading into that, you have to have a number, even if you can't be reached. There has to be a representative that can then get in contact with you, because if you're not able to have the test, that is viewed as a you you, you failed the test. So this is common practice in in every sports league. You can be in Bali somewhere, and they text you and say, "Hey." You got a pee test within 24 hours because you can't let the guy have or gal have time to to work some funny business. Flush it out. Flush whatever. it out or take whatever masking agent. So yes, this I know this seems stupid and like they're like it's ha ha DK Metcalf, but. This is actually common
0: practice. It does always seem like a troll, though. I feel like it happens in the NBA after a guy drops 50 or something like that. Yeah. It's almost like the leagues are playing a joke on everybody. Well,
3: and, and they say it's all random, and then you get into conspiracy theorists, and they'll say it's computer-generated, I'm sorry, because some guy will be like, I've been tested four times. Well, you, it's random, so yes, you some guy can be tested zero and another guy can be tested four. The whole point is that it's it's random. But it this is. isn't
2: random. You, you're they're saying this is random? because they have a history of doing this like they I was reading a story where the do you remember the Saints punter who uh it was a preseason game but he kicked a he punted at 81 yards and he got tested they sent him a <laughs> yeah, they sent him a ped test the tests
3: are quite and again something may have changed over the last 20 years but the the p tests are uh, they're they're quite invasive well, so are they yeah so once you so once you're like hey like this is your you know you have to, you have to show up Within 24 hours. And then once the guy's there and he gives you the cup, he cannot leave your presence. So once he hands it to you and you're like, hey, I can't pee, you're like, sorry.
2: He just so, stands there and waits. So for he me. just
3: stands there. And so if you if you pee, you or have to Or sits there. Or sits there. So when you do go to pee, you have to pull your shirt up like above your nipples, like at your armpit level. You have to pull your uh, your drawers all the way down to your ankles like, like a, a three-year-old. Li- like a little kid. And then he is, uh, you don't just get to pee with your back to him. He is down there. Yeah, because you can't. With a bird's eye view. Can't have a cheater. Yeah.
2: We don't want that.
3: And I remember once uh, I had, I I didn't have to pee. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I peed. I didn't even think about it. I woke up in the morning. I took a whiz. And he's like, well, you can drink a bunch of water. And so I was drinking water. and, And I had to take a shower. And I was like, can I just go take a shower? And he's like, yep. And he followed me into the shower. He held my little cup. And then while I was showering with a grown man watching me, I was like, okay, handed me the cup, and while I was in the shower, we took a little wee wee together, and then he can't leave your site. So we had to sit there with my pee in a cup while I finished showering so that both of us maintained hmm. eye contact because he can't leave because then he could I could say yeah. he did something with my sample. Exactly. And you screw the top on it, there's a, a label you to go. watch him. Yes. Naked and all. So we have to watch each other. So I had a grown man watch me shower. Hmm. Watch me pee in the shower, and then stand there and watch me, and me watch him while I finish. Can you imagine being that guy? No, that's your job. Yeah, it's a terrible. And like, if you remember when uh, when Ryan Braun got caught, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Braun got that guy fired. You know, remember they, they caused a huge scene and they said that the guy was, you know, was, was in on it. and a chain
0: of custody of chain the test custody. was compromised. And then, and, then it, and then
3: it turned out that that douche canoe had been juicing all along. Pulled a Lance Armstrong.
0: But he also wasn't wrong about the fact that the guy, like, put the piss sample in his refrigerator overnight or something like that. Yeah, or something like I that. I mean, so Braun is like, couldn't be mine, couldn't be me, must be tampered. Even but. though
3: once you put it in, there's like two jars that it goes in, there's, it's impossible so you, you, you pee into a jar, you seal it, you put a label over it that is and then you sign it so it can't be sealed, and then it goes into another jar, you screw it, and then another seal goes over it and you have to sign it. There's no way
2: Yeah, but did you see that thing in Russia? did not you remember that that whole deal? Dude, <laughs> yes. they had they were tampering with sealed Yes. Urine samples. And it
3: worked. Yeah, but that was, I mean, you had an entire country's resources behind that. Yeah. One dude. But it it wasn't impossible. That's true. But one guy, one guy over the span of 24 hours, you are not.
2: No, right. You're not going. You're yeah. not going to exactly. do exactly. But they did. Do but that. It, yes, if, that is a great story, I go, don't know if you ever saw that on HBO Real Sports. Well, go, or was it
3: HBO Real Sports? No, there's a documentary on Netflix. that's called Icarus.
2: That's what it was. And yeah. it it's is incredible,
3: phenomenal. If you ever want to know how far people will go to cheat, watch that. It was an it was state run. An entire country. It's, Putin. It, it, yeah, they were like, hey, we're going to win medals. Screw this. We'll figure out a way. They were developing like blueprints, and they knew where. All the samples were being stored, and they were sneaking in clandestine in the middle of the night, and they were figuring out ways to like, like get needles up into bottles, and then seal the. It's a whole thing. It was incredible.
2: So what was I going to tell
3: you? Uh, DK Metcalf had to pee in a cup, and he was
2: oh, you know, yeah. So he got drug tested, I guess. Yes, after that, that See? happens. But that's not random.
3: But I do enjoy that people like the for the conspiracy theorists. They're like, "You were too good in the Celebrity All Star Game." Yeah, you got to dial it back. Not that you were throttling people in the playoffs when you went off in the first half and no one could stop <laughs> you. No, no, no. We waited until the Celebrity All Star Game when you dunked over Guillermo and we're like, "Nope,
2: someone test okay. him." You gotta, you gotta show up to those like uh, Albert Pujols. They'll never test you then. <laughs> no. Show up all fat.
3: Albert Pujols needs to get on some drugs because he looked—he was the—if D.K. Metcalf is as good as you can look as an athlete, boy, Albert might be the the polar opposite of that.
2: should I—final question here. Should I just be assuming NFL players are doing all sorts of against-the-rules PEDs? Yes. Okay. Because I do.
3: And same thing with the NBA, and same thing with Major League Baseball, and same thing with MMA fighters. But NFL
2: same... especially. Like, NFL is a... I mean, it's a gladiator sport yes. more so than some of those others. Yes. I would think that all of these guys are juiced. I'm not going to well, say... not all. Not all. You can tell who is and who isn't, maybe. uh, Right? Just sh- like old days. Like sure. Romanowski. It's not...
3: It's not hard to... It is not that hard to and see. And DK? I mean... And you look at the you look at the amount of effort that some of these guys are now putting into their bodies and going overseas to get stuff and European trips. And they've got nutritionists and trainers and look, there's millions of dollars on the line and everyone will get an edge if they can. So yes, the, the number of people that get caught, how about this in any sport, the number of people that get caught versus the number of people that are doing something is very small. How are they getting around that? People are very sophisticated. What are they doing now? And and like, there's plenty of stuff out there. Like USADA, like they're the toughest agency. Like that does the Olympics, <clears throat> and they, like the the UFC and, and boxing commission. People are, are still, still getting around it. People are still getting around it because for huh. every for every person that's coming, think, think about it. It's it's a reactionary thing you got one group that's trying to catch people, and you have another group that's innovating, trying not to get caught. The they've inno- always been ahead. they are yeah. always be ahead. So you're, okay, well, this is how they catch us. Great. We're going to find a way around it, and then it's up for them to chase the tail and then have to figure out how to catch that person. And while they're doing that, the cheaters are now figuring out another way to do
2: it. Yeah, so they stop them like in one area where they were getting around it, but by that time they've already moved on to a whole other area.
3: Yeah, the people that... I, I hate to be this. The people that get caught are... Say it. Say it. They're the dumb ones that are doing old school 1980s and 90s steroids.
2: Like horse trankies.
3: They're the ones that are going down into the Dominican Republic, going down south of the border where you can buy this crap in a pharmacy. Tatis. Yeah. And it's just, it is so commonplace down there where, and, and that's really the way to get caught is to just be, whether you want to call it naive, dumb, uneducated. But the people that are spending a half a million dollars a year on their body and they have professionals that are doing this, Barry Bonds never got caught. He never tested positive once. Yeah, that's crazy. And he was the most roided out human being possibly <laughs> on the planet besides bodybuilders at Allegedly, some point. Allegedly. <laughs> right? I mean, and why? Because he was smart and he hired some smart people.
0: That dude went to prison for yeah. him and wouldn't talk for years. Greg Anderson? Greg Anderson. Yeah.
3: And Barry learned. I hope
0: that, that was worth it. Oh, I'm sure. Barry. I bet guy- Barry made it worth. It? I
3: think we looked it up once. I think he ended because he did two different stints, and I think he ended up doing like a year and some change for how many millions you think he got? I'm guessing Barry took care of him very, very, very so well. So he would
2: not roll over nope. on Barry Bonds. Nope, for nothing. Hmm. It's like I'm, I got gotcha. you. Did you go to prison for a year and some change for? Uh, yes, five million. Yeah, five million. Sure, five million bucks. And look, he wasn't in like he wasn't in San Quentin for God's sakes. <laughs> Well, maybe he was. I can hang out. What else? What am I doing? What in my if he's life? all hard now and he's like <laughs> comes, out,
3: comes out with like a swastika tattoo. He's part of the Aryan nation now. You're like, oh crap. Hey, you I watch
2: Mayor of Kingstown. Teardrop yeah. tattoos coming down. Right. All right, we must break. Um, <clears throat> no, no word on the results of the DK Metcalf <laughs> uh, drug test. But
3: tell you what, either whether he's doing something or not, the dude freaking looks incredible. If you created a human being in a lab. It would probably look like DK Metcalf.
2: Boy, that's another. He's top five. Like if you just look at like just specimens in sports, maybe the most. He's important. top five. It's ridiculous.
3: Receivers in the NFL. Like I know we got. I a think break.
2: Giannis is one, don't you?
3: He's. We went and saw saw him play. I got a buddy. It's unbelievable. It's a Buck fan, and so we were at the game. When you see him up close and in person, it's
0: scary. It's unbelievable. I saw Dwight Howard like that once yeah, in a locker yeah. room and hit at his yeah. peak, and that was wild. Yeah.
2: Yao
0: Ming. I saw Yao Ming naked. Oh whoa. Yeah,
2: how'd that look? <laughs> his his legs are tree trunks, dude. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
3: If you've ever been around an NFL roster, I always say one of the because everyone knows linemen and linebackers, right? The sneaky ones are wide receivers and safeties. Because you think of them as, as You think of them as small people. F that. They are 225 pound heat.
2: Seeking missiles. They're like torpedoes. They're dolphins.
3: Yes. Terrell Owens is one of of my brief little time in the NFL. I don't know if I saw someone that was more Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, but everyone knew Ray, right? He looked that. But T.O., when you see him in person, nothing that big should be that fast.
2: It's terrifying. Okay, now we really got to break. Now. Okay, now we break. Okay, Hey, I have a segment called Super Bowl Scraps, and... Uh, the PAC12 media rights deal is coming into focus next hour on the fam.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.